Jacob, get Lucas. your head in the game. Gotta get you, gotta get you, gotta head in the game. Gotta get you, gotta get you, gotta head in the game. Classic for us that the one movie we've gotten so far that's an actual musical. I don't got a, a good musical opening. We're all in this together. It's a little on the nose, but yes, that's what we do here at A Whole New Pod, the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. We watch them. And we've gotten, finally, I'm Lucas Melby, by the way. That's and Jacob Telejohn. Yeah. We do this together. Always. Always. Together. Yeah. We're all in this. Together. Sometimes. We're all. We did it. We made it to this point. The pinnacle of decom. Some might say a paradigm shift. Wow. Things might not ever be the same after this point, except for probably the next couple months of decom releases. Because it's like... They probably, they had an idea maybe when they were making High School Musical, but I don't think they could have they anticipated. They didn't know it was going to be a phenomenon. How big of a hit this was. And a phenomenon. My exposure to High School Musical going into this was very limited. I it's Something that just came to me. I think I might have had like a pack of High School Musical pencils. I thought you were going to say school. collectible trading cards or something. I, I bet they made some. I think in eighth grade, can't do the math off the top of my head when I was in eighth grade, which is a sly way to hide my age. Oh. Uh, but I was in eighth grade past when High School Musical came out, so you can do the math there. Uh, that we watched some of it, but all I basically remember is, gotta get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Gotta get you, gotta get you. In my opinion, that's probably the worst song in the movie. I feel it's probably the uh, it's I don't know if they really have more popular songs in the movie. It's probably the second most popular. Yeah, I don't know if Zac Efron's got the well, not that Zac Efron was the one singing in this movie, but I don't know if he's got the the hip hop chops for kind of rapping song like that. But we're all all over the place as we are want to be. Jacob, I guess what you you said you had some high school music. I I think so, or or I've seen him. I don't know. I remember. Jacob literally knew. Well, I should say I knew some of the lyrics in this movie, but I feel like Jacob knew more than I was me. singing along quite a bit. I, I I don't remember all the movie. Like I remember probably seeing, like I, I told you before we started, probably like bits and parts. Like I never, I I never sat down and watched it in, in its entirety. I maybe saw you know twenty minutes here, thirty minutes. Because I mean they probably played it all the time after it came out you know it was probably on like all the time so when i, I, was I be- like, so oh, i wonder what's on before we get into it i'll give some kind of brief background yeah. research starting off with in classic uh, a whole new pod fashion so rewinding is, is, back to twitches because i never yeah. did the research going into the movie but then i often do it afterwards so yeah. some context for twitches that will also be interesting for high school musical so this is from Wikipedia, so I don't know exactly how accurate it is, but fun fact, apparently the budget for Twitches was $20 million. What? Which in today's cash would be $36 million. Why? I don't know. I, I, I can't believe that's right. The no. effects were so bad. I don't think Tia and Tamara would fetch that high of paychecks and where are they getting the where is that money coming from that they're making back on it? And then I don't really see the, like I don't think they usually post stuff like that for Disney Channel movies. No. For other context, apparently the first High School Musical at the time was $4.2 million. So I think definitely a better uh, return on investment yeah, I would there. Say, well, that's weird. Twitches, I think, would have been closer around the highest views for an initial decom. It had like 7 million viewers. So so, so maybe, maybe a lot of that was into marketing, maybe even possibly a lot of that could have been marketing. and as, so despite what me and jacob wondered in the last episode apparently there was still a rabid tia and tamara fan base that yeah. wanted to watch twitches yeah uh looking into the books it seems that they are very much unlike the books unsurprisingly yeah. some of the background details are similar to sister sister but they've kind of amped it up with tia and tamara to really hit that home I think they're both white in the books. I believe oh. in the first book, they're 14 or 15 as opposed to 21. 21 yeah. uh, and the more like artsy one is very much, I think, kind of emo and goth in oh, the book boy. compared to uh, Tia and Tamara. Yeah. A lot of the family stuff seems accurate. Even the Coventry characters, yeah. the Too relationship goofy. between like their uncle and yeah. all that stuff, that was still there. Yeah. But the ages... 
I mean, even then, T and Tamara were, I think, 27 playing 21-year-olds, who from the books were actually 15-year-olds. 15, yeah. So I think, as weird as it's probably to say, if there were Twitches fans of the books, they were not very probably happy. I mean, there's still a the Twitches 2 to come. You know it. They're going to be like And High School Musical 2. And 3. Only so High School five. Musical, I got this from IMDb. The IMDb, unsurprisingly, since this movie is so popular, the IMDb, I think, goofs when I was just trying to, like, kill some time at work, and I usually look at some of these movies. There'll maybe be, like, five things. I think the goofs section alone had 80-something entries. Oh, my. Uh, and a lot of them, it's like people are way too in this movie, so they're like, this person was screwed up in this one dance scene. They didn't do the choreography right, and, you know, oh my. stuff that non-maniacs wouldn't see. Yeah. Uh, but some interesting stuff that I culled, filmed in 24 days. Wow. Which I think probably a lot of these decom productions are pretty quick turnarounds. I just... mean, like, even with um, all the dance things they had to remember yeah. to figure that all out in under a month. I So it's just movie, since it's so popular, I think wow. there's more known about it. Yeah. That probably, you know, there's DVD releases with commentary tracks and stuff like that, where there's just not the demand for a lot of the other decoms. Yeah. Another interesting thing is the soundtrack was apparently recorded in five days. So 24 days of filming, only five days of recording. Jeez. And then this, I think, went on to be, you know, go multi-platinum, the, yeah. multiple songs the in the, the Hot 100 or whatever. Yeah. Pretty wild. Apparently, High School Musical, I think this is really funny. The title was a working title, but then they eventually just went with it because they didn't have anything better for it than just I'm, I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so bland, but it's so good. It, it is, it's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. And it was actually nominated for six Primetime Emmy Awards. Wow, they going didn't win on, anything. It won two. Oh. It won for choreography with the, yeah. whatever field and Outstanding Children's Program. Okay. So, you know, Emmy Award winning yeah. high school musical. The myth. So now let's get into it. But I think first, something that we don't really do too often, maybe beyond like our first episode or so, is kind of do a little taste calibration to clue in the audience. So for this one, Jacob, how do you normally feel generally about musicals? About musicals. I don't really watch them like on TV. Like I, I it's not like, I don't like Mamma Mia and you know, like here that, we go like, again. Like that's not really my thing, but like. I would watch musicals like in in theater, you know. I I would go to a theater to watch a musical, but not on TV. I don't know if that makes sense. Do you mean the theater? The theatre. Uh, yeah. I I think I'm generally pro musicals. Obviously, I love the the Disney West Side Story, 2D animated musicals, Beauty and the Beast, okay, Lion King, yeah. Little Mermaid. They're all technically musicals. See, they are. See, I, I didn't really. But even live action ones, I'm generally. I'm not like some of you are like, this is weird. Why are they singing? I'm not one of those yeah. people. I'm not saying I love every musicals, but see, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't seek them out. It's not like, oh, I seek some of them 10, out, and I'm always musicals. like open. I want to like a musical, yeah. but sometimes they don't always hit. For instance, like I watched the the Disney production or the release of like Hamilton, yeah. and I'm like, eh, that was it was good, but I didn't yeah. lose my mind over it. I think I liked In the Heights a little more, but that also had the benefit of it being made into a movie so it's more yeah. theatricality uh i like sweeney todd so so i like i, I remember liking mamma mia so i think i'm much more going into this you're pro musical. maybe surprising to some of the audience i was much more open to liking this yeah, movie and i did end up liking yeah, this movie good. a lot it, it was it was fun it was, we were able to tell like early on after that we haven't talked about it but after they do like their first dance sequence and like you know sing song like yeah this is like this is well, like the first different. dance sequence was "Get Your Head in the Game," so I was like, eh, maybe still not sold on that. But, but I, it just it, it felt the choreography was good for yeah, that one. It, it just it felt different than a yes. lot of movies we'd seen. And I kind of had already tipped my hat for this with how much I'm excited for zombies and oh, zombies man, too. But man. I'm all in on the musical future of Disney yeah. Channel original I movies. Can get behind that. That's fair. Finally. Let's get in Let's to this movie. Get our head in this pod. It starts like other Disney Channel original movies. We get the the title card pop up. A yep. Disney Channel original movie, seemingly in the same font as all of the others, starring Zac Efron. That's the first name they show. Vanessa Ann Hudgens. This is one where 
probably if you're listening to this podcast, you've watched High School Musical, but for us, yeah. this is still a group of names we, we that know. we know outside of High School Musical Say, and yeah, makes Zach sense Efron, to maybe call out. Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue. I feel like Corbin Blue kind yeah, of just exists within the Disney yeah, sphere. He kind of maybe But he's got off. a very funny name. Yeah. Like, I always think of Cordon Blue. Yes, exactly. So we open up on... A snowy New Year's Eve night at a ski resort. Yeah. My first reaction to some of the stuff here is I'm like, this still looks like a decom. I was expecting something different from High School Musical. But quickly as the movie goes along, it does look better than a normal decom. Yes. And in similar vein as when we praise the movie, we I would think this movie stands on its own as a movie and not a decom. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have done well in... It would have done really well in theaters. I mean, the, the third one ends up going to the theater. Maybe at one point, a whole new pod will go to the movies and watch a High School Musical 3, but not until we get through all the other Disney uh, Channel original movies. Special bonus episode. So we're checking in with our main characters who both serendipitously happen to be at this ski resort. Gabriella, who we yes, see. Gabriella, yes, we're introduced to her first. Vanessa Hudgens, of course. Yes. She is reading a book showing, showing that she's smart. And her mom's like, Gabriella, it's New fun. Year's Eve. Go to the kids' New Year's Eve party. Yes. She's like, but mom, I want to read. I nerd. And then we see Troy, who is yeah. with his dad, Troy Zach Efron, is playing yes. basketball at the ski resort's gym. Yes. And his mom... Comes, comes in. in. Is this why we came here to play basketball? And then both Papa and his Mr. mom in the only appearance of her. Yeah. In the was, movie. Like later on, like I, I was going to ship, you know, their parents. But that's not possible unless, you know, polygamy is a thing in whatever state they're in. But well, I think the high school they filmed at was actually in Utah. So. Oh, <laughs> let's go. I could be wrong Maybe on that. Set though. it up. It was set up. So they both end up going to this kid's yes. New Year's Eve party so that the, I don't know, the parents can go to a swingers New Year's yeah. Eve party or something. So, yeah. And, and they're, they're, there's people doing karaoke and they just randomly grab Gabriella. There's a there's like a DJ or yeah. MC kind of running it, and he sees them both being like, man, eh, I don't know about this, and he yeah. calls them out. Hey, shine the spotlight yes. on him. Get him up here. Yeah. So they're singing a, a karaoke song, and I think they do a good job of, they're both good singers. Should be noted that Zac Efron is not the singing voice in this one. Yeah. He does his singing in the other ones, but I don't know if there was... Some weird production reason where he wasn't, like, available to do the actual sound recording. Or maybe he didn't have, like, the best voice training Range, at that yeah. point. But, yeah, they're, they're both very hesitant to sing. But he starts, and, and he's he's never sang before, I don't think. You know, like, like, it seems like it's, like, a new thing for him. Well, and you might think that <laughs> the, na the name of the song is Start of Something New. Yes. So it is obviously... A very odd point thing for it to be a new thing so, for him. So he starts singing, and then, like... There are like words, like we see the karaoke screen, and it and like it has like. Explain what karaoke is to me, Jake. So I'm just saying. So the text on the screen, it's it's blue for guys and pink for girls. Oh, you know, for the classic for the patriarchy, right? So, but he's singing, and like I think she has lines in pink that she's not singing right away. So he was gonna leave the stage, but then she starts, you know, coming yeah. in. But like as soon as like they decide to not be awkward, then they like have amazing, amazing showmanship, chemistry. You know, they're like Lincoln logs there uh i think zach his mic is on like a stand and he's doing he's, he's like swinging the stand around it. they're professionals and the crowd loves it there's a kid Love wearing it. this goofy vikings helmet he's yes. clapping he's, everybody's going crazy it's, and it's a good fun scene once it's over they they go out onto like this balcony Stand area they're like wow you're so good oh no you were so good have you ever sung before well gabriella i guess sung in like choir, church choir, choir yeah. but i think it is yeah that Zach uh, has never done. He's Troy, like, yeah, it's Troy. Yeah. No, nah, I'm about the b ball. B ball. He's like, let's take pictures of each other. We'll share uh, phone numbers. We'll text each other in the AM. And then Zach keeps on talking. Like, yeah, you know, I really enjoyed. But Gabriella's already walked away, and he thinks he's talking to her. Like, yeah, that was the most fun I've had on this vacation. Well, before you know, they exchange numbers, or somewhere oh, in the middle of it, there's 
the fireworks go off to hit oh, midnight yes. and there's kind of like uh they're standing next to each other but all right oh is i don't it, have anybody to kiss should we kiss no, but they, they do don't. not and then after the fireworks go off there's a big avalanche that races the fireworks down. is pretty crazy it reminded yeah. me of i think it was maybe it's even like five years ago at this point yeah. but i think it was san diego for the fourth of july Somewhere in California, there was a fireworks display yeah. that was programmed accidentally so that all the fireworks launched off at the same oh time. <laughs> so it was just like broad daylight Boom. because there's so many fireworks going off. Jeez. But it was a pretty wild fireworks display. Yeah. So they send off these texts and, oh, they met on winter vacation. Yes. Will they ever meet again? So this is a piece of trivia that I saw on IMDb that I was like, I don't know. I don't really buy it. But then seeing how the actual movie plays out, apparently the basis for this script was some kind of script for a Grease 3. Wow. Where the two main characters are, I think maybe, I thought it was like the children of John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, if I guess maybe they don't get together. I don't know. They're somehow related to their parents. They're like the younger oh, ones. Weird. And then they're star-crossed lovers in high school. So I was like, I don't know, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. But then watching this movie of like, oh, we meet, then we're going to meet at school. Oh, this is so crazy. And I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. But Jacob's like, this is crazy. How could they end up at the same school? This is so stupid. Yeah. We get a one week later title card. Now we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're seeing Troy coming off of the school bus and everybody's losing their fucking mind because Troy is so goddamn cool. He's, he's the king of the, the high school. He's the playmaker it, it, it's a big school. and captain of the boys basketball team. Yes. Corbin Blue, aptly named uh, Chad, comes up and he's like, hey, fuck yeah, man. We How was your winter vacation? Uh yeah, I don't think I'm, that's a racist fight. <laughs> that's more like a New Yorker. We go fucking kill this championship game coming up. Or yeah, I don't. Yes. I think it is like they're just prepping for a championship. Yeah. Never that they play any other no, games. No, they don't have other games. So we're setting up a lot of characters. I really liked this kind of sweeping through the high school introducing hallways. us to all the new people. Very yeah. kind of mean girls establishing different like cliques of like smart kids, yeah. jocks, cheerleaders. Yep. Sharpay and Ryan. Sharpay and Ryan are definitely the, the biggest ones. So Sharpay, Ashley Tisdale, Ryan, her brother. Yeah. Not necessarily twin brother, but close in grade level that they're both yeah. in high school at the same time. She's kind of like a legally blonde you know, very, she's yeah, blonde, yeah. she's got crazy outfits, yeah. very clueless, but she is a drama kid and is all hyped up about this upcoming musical. Yeah. Ryan, her brother, very much coded as gay, and I think uh, the director and actor were like, we played him as gay, but Disney Channel wouldn't, like, let us explicitly yeah. put it out there, yeah. unsurprisingly. Though it's funny, all the, the headlines that have come out within, like, the last five years of being like, Disney's first on-screen gay kiss. And it's just like LeFou dancing with a guy in like one scene of Beauty yeah. and the Beast, the live action one. And it's like, Disney, don't look for Disney for blazing a, a progressive no. pass forward. They'll do it if it makes them money. They're cynical like dollar, that. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. We also meet uh, Taylor. She's a, a smart girl. She's on the Scholastic yeah. Decathlon team. Yeah. And she's making some snide comments about I don't know, jocks and Sharpay yeah, yeah. being, you know, stupid because she's so smart. It was a quick and efficient introduction to characters. We didn't need a narrator telling do we, do we us what, who everybody the, is. The new girl, though, here? Uh, probably that Gabriella, I think she's with her parents because yeah. it's her new day of the new semester. She, I guess, moved Just so mid-school year. Just to be going to the same school as Troy. Crazy. Like, what are the odds? Imagine if she didn't. This movie would have never happened if she never would have went to that school. I mean, you could say that about a lot of movies and with, with plot points. So, very serendipitous again that all of the main characters uh, all have homeroom in the drama club or the yes. drama class. Well, probably maybe like, my favorite character we in the didn't movie. Know it. We didn't know it was like homeroom right away. I, at least I didn't. the class seems to last about five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was kind of goofy. But we're introduced to. Probably my favorite character, Mrs. Darbus. Yeah, Darbus. Darbus. Uh, the drama teacher who 
talks a lot like Tobias Funke in Arrested uh-huh. Development. She talks about music halls and the theater. Yes. And yes. she's very flamboyant with her gestures. Yeah. And she hates cell phones. So everybody's cell phones going off in this class. And what did you know? All of our main characters happen to get detention because well, of cell phones. Troy is trying. Well, I, I think the only person that texted was Troy texting Gabriella because, like, he sees her in the in the classroom. This is the first time like he sees her. He's like, oh, like what? Yeah. So he's he's like in like shock, and he like texts her, you know, like a picture of himself, I think, or like, hey, His I'm dick. in the class or whatever. <laughs> and then like, you know, her phone went off. So, but you know, and Tisdale and Ryan being probably their characters. Were, look at were their they phones. both in this class? Ryan and Ashley? Yeah. Then they have to be twins. That's how they all got detention together. So they have to be twins. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the same homeroom, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. I'll have to check the fan wiki after, sure. we, after we record. They all get detention and then yes. homeroom ends. So they're walking out and Gabriella and Troy are catching up. Like, oh my God, it's you. This is so crazy. But like, she's also at the same time, like, kind of just like, she's kind of leading him. He's kind of, I think, trying to lead her along because he's like... My friends don't know about me singing. Yeah, keep it cool. Keep it yes. cool. He's he's whispering. She's like, "Why are you whispering?" Because my my boys don't know. And like, oh, they just think you're a tough guy playing that b ball, shooting them rocks, rocks, swish, bricks. swish. Uh, and as they're walking in the halls, they come across the sign up the for sign auditions up for yes. the High School Musical. Yes, the titular High School Musical that actually never happens. Maybe that happens in the second oh. one. We see like the actual musical. I'd be I'd be okay with that. You'll you'll allow that in the, allow the sequel. It. I'll allow it. And this is where we get some more of Sharpay. Where at first she seemed to be much more like creepily and like sinisterly into, into Troy. Troy. Yes, like in kind of like a crazy obsessive way yeah. she's like oh troy you could try out for the uh, the musical you're so good at everything but then yeah. it's like maybe she was being Mocking him sarcastic or, yeah, sarcastic or something yeah but i guess i misread that at the start yeah and then troy is telling i think maybe at basketball practice he's telling chad corbin blue that he's like yeah maybe i'm thinking about trying out for the musical and corbin blue's like you gay what and he's like, oh, I just thought, you know, it, we get extra credit. Extra credit, you know, for college. He says and, for college. And then he did like the the whole like, you know, like for, for college. We'd do it for a laugh. Like, you know, wouldn't it be like funny if we just did like this this musical? Or the, no. like, we, like we like kissed or something? Like, <laughs> you know, just like for a goof or whatever. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, and then he also throws out like, hey, Sharpay is kind of cute too, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then he, he, what did he say? What he said, "So is a Corbin Blue a says, mo- so is a mountain lion,' mountain lion. which okay. I didn't get. I don't uh, actually. He's... When Sharpay's first introduced, she's walking through the hall and kind of just being a bitch to everybody, and people uh, call her like the Ice Queen. Yes, which I don't really. I don't think she like cold as ice. Lives up to that reputation throughout the rest. No, of the she's movie. really not that. I don't know. She does a couple. She's just things. snotty. Yeah, snooty. Snooty." She's a, as Jacob say, she's a bitch. She's a twat. <laughs> a twat, yeah. She's I a like twitch. Oh. Then we get, get your head in the game. Yeah. So this musical kind of uh, has its cake and eats it too, because the first musical number, they're singing karaoke. There is a reason in universe for them to be singing. Yeah. I believe that is called diegetic. Okay. But here... Get your head in the game. Troy, of course, does not want his team to know he's singing. So, of course, he's not performing this song yes. in front of his teammates who also all happen to be doing perfect basketball choreographed it's dancing It's pretty moves. good. It's pretty good. I like the choreography. Don't so much like the song. the song. Fair. But then, really, you have to interpret it as this is all happening within his head yeah. as they're practicing that he's all worked up about. I guess I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics, but I assume it's... Oh, I can't think about singing. I got to focus on getting my head in the game. Yeah. They go back and forth between diegetic music and then non-diegetic music, which generally, except for the big ending number, I assume not the whole school singing (laughs) at the end. But most of them you can interpret as happening within the character's, you know, inner They're celebrating, yeah. Then we learn that Gabriella is super smart because she corrects Classic way to show that you're the new kid and you're correct smart. Correct the teacher. You correct the teacher's formula. A pie 16. Yeah. Also, I I love all these, especially like in anime, though maybe it's accurate in anime because the Japanese school system is far advanced to the American mm. one. 
but they always have just crazy formulas where I'm like, Weird I formulas. don't fucking understand they're, any they're of this. They're doing math, but they're in a science class. They were like, Sharpay was having like peek under some weird like gas valves and yeah. stuff. And it was odd. Taylor, who's on the Scholastic Decathlon team, like, is kind oh, of eyeing her to be like, ooh, she's so smart. But Sharpay and Ryan, they keep seeing Gabriella and Troy always looking at this sign-up sheet. And they're like, oh, shit. They're going to try to take our roles in this musical. Yeah. So seeing that Gabriella is so smart, they like research her online, find out that she was really smart and won some awards at her previous school. So then they send in some papers to Taylor, the head of the Scholastic Decathlon team, to try to get her then on the Scholastic Decathlon team. And Sharpay and Ryan want that so that she will be too busy to try out for the musical. Yes. Got all that? No. High School Musical. You gotta, you gotta put some pins and draw strings like between Charlie them. Like Charlie Day. You gotta Charlie Day Exactly. It up. Follow the money. Jet Fuel can't melt High School Musical. Oh my god. Uh, so then she's still kind of... I think Taylor approaches her at detention... Which, since it's detention by the drama teacher, is just forced labor for all the students making props for the upcoming musical. So Taylor, the head of the decathlon team, is like, hey, you want to join? You seem really smart. Oh, I didn't mean, I didn't send those to you. I don't know how I got them, but sure, maybe I'll think about it. But I kind of want to focus on my studies. Yeah. I think Troy and her are still kind of like making eyes at each other during yeah, there, detention. There's still some, you know, there's still some chemistry there. You know, they're still working it. Uh, Troy's dad is the basketball team's coach. Troy's dad is an asshole. He's legitimately terrifying. He, he is. Like, like no, he is. And he's a, scary he's a pretty strong he's villain. And I don't know if he fully endorses Troy in the end. He like nods approvingly from the back, but the last conversation he has with him is like, I want us to play the game we love together. Yeah. Anyways, he is pissed that Troy has missed basketball practice because he is in detention. Yes. So So he goes. Troy gets there after they're they're done practicing, right? No, because he goes to detention because I wrote down my favorite line of his. He says, what are you two doing in a tree? Because yes. he, uh, he goes they're there. working on a prop tree, him and uh, yes. Troy and Chad. Yes. And then he goes, gets into it with Darbus, and the coach always called Darbus. Darbus. And I, I laughed a lot when he yes. gave that delivery. There's a lot going on. There's kind of the major thing, as we'll be getting into even more, is identity. You know, expectations put on you. We kind of get a lot of that. Troy's dad is living vicariously through his son, putting a lot of his own self in pressuring him like that. Troy's seeing like, well, I like music. Maybe no. I I don't want to be the basketball guy or just the basketball guy. That's a Pop big repeated message. Happy. And then for a larger thing, we're looking at something of the the conflict between the arts and sports, especially within the school. Darbus is like, no. hey, sports aren't everything. Arts are underappreciated. So that's kind of fun. No. Troy has seem he seems like he's got a huge fucking house. And he it's has a really nice house. He's got a really nice backyard. And a, a basketball, basketball court. court. Full court miracle. And he's shooting, Judah practicing Maccabee. with his dad. And this is where he's like, Hey dad, have you ever like thought about doing something and you were worried because your friends maybe what wouldn't like it? Would think. And the dad is Really should be like, what, you mean like kissing boys? But he's like, oh, you mean like going left as yes. instead of, I guess, going to the right to get around somebody in basketball? Yeah. I don't know. It was stupid. But Zach Efron, his hair in this. His dad says you got to stick to the status quo, bro. Very 2006. Yes. I guess we were crunching the numbers. I think he was maybe 18 in this. He does look pretty lo- young, yeah. but I think the hair really helps him to oh, look definitely. younger. It's kind of like Bieber hair. Almost. And I don't know if it's just that some of like the South Park parody episode of High School Musical is drilled into my psyche for this. But so much of him feels like the metaphor is I like singing, but it's (laughs) like, you know, I'm gay or something like that. I played up even more than in Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff, which was similar like sports versus non-masculine kind of things of like, why would you want to cook, Eddie? 
Speaking of horrible dads, this dad in this movie is even horrible than yeah. worse than Eddie's dad in Eddie's Million Dollar he, Cook Off. I, I don't know if he's worse. He's more. He's more scary. He's more. He is more scary. He's less sexist <laughs> than yeah. Eddie's dad. Yeah. Uh, then it is the day of the musical audition. Troy is going full Solid Snake, trying to get to the auditorium well, without anybody everybody. seeing him. He's, he's taking like some weird paths. Some he made he's first got to shake off his, Chad, following yeah, him, and his dad. But then his dad gets on, his, almost catches him. But then he kind of just disappears into thin air. <laughs> he sneaks through some shop, some uh, yeah, there's shop class, auto shop at this school. Very nice school, it seems. Yeah. Though apparently doesn't have uh, a math classroom that has to be in the science room. Yeah, what the heck. We get a start of the tryouts, very, I would think, very inspired by American Idol. Maybe we're getting lots of bad singers and the the drama teacher. That was entertaining. Mrs. Darbus, she does not mince words, really, with telling them that they're bad. No. The, my favorite ones was there was a kind of performance art duo crawling doing on the ground and they're slam like, poetry. They're like ASMR and stuff. Like, ah, I can't remember. What and she's saying. like, that was terrifying. Please go get therapy <laughs> get or something. Yes. It reminded me of literally the only really funny part of She's All That, which is now kind of in the topical area because of He's All That mm. coming out, the gender bent version of She's All That. But there's Whoa. a very funny. Uh, performance art scene and she's all that and it was the only good part of the movie that's my recommendation to not watch <laughs> she's all that and apparently he's all that is even worse gabriella sees troy that they're both kind of scared to go out and yeah. they're like kind of trying to talk each other up yeah. while they're doing that sharpay and ryan they're trying out for the leads the kind of male and female lead, so they're doing a, a duet song. And, and nobody else has signed up for the duet, so they just have to do it because the teacher just wants to hear, have sure. them just praise the auditorium with their great And there's skills. a girl named Kelsey who's kind of the, the stagehand. She's the playmaker. She, we find out that she's the composer yes. of the whole musical, which is kind of crazy, yeah. but also allows them to have a, a musical that is not licensed music in this movie. And Sharpay and Ryan don't want to use their stuff. Yeah, right? they have their own musical arrangement, yes. which frankly, I think is better than the one she has. And this is the song What I've Been Looking For. I thought it was pretty fun. I think Ashley Tisdale and Ryan both they bring a good energy with their yeah, no, they're, they're, their their character comes through in their music. Where I think Zac Efron and Ga- uh, Gabriella or Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. again, not Zac Efron's actual voice. They're like good singers, but like they're kind of character-wise within their uh, singing performance is pretty kind of just like I don't know, hot people yeah. <laughs> or like cute people or whatever. Yeah. Where Sharpay and Ryan are pretty funny. Yeah. She calls out at the end. She's like, you guys did great. Anybody else want to try out? Nobody going, speaks up. Going, they going, going. They don't speak up. I, I, I think they started, Efron starts to walk away, actually. And Vanessa's still, like, standing there, kind of just, like, peeking out. And then she jumps out to be like, yes. I'll fight him. Sorry, that was a, a oh very <laughs> dated and oh probably nobody God. even would understand that. That was an old wrestling reference. So the teacher's like, well... You missed the uh, solos. She's like, you missed the... I asked if anybody else wanted to try out. Also, you don't even have a duo partner with you. I'll do it. And then Zach Efron says, I'll I'll fight him. (laughs) Sorry, uh, no. The theater is always about timeliness. Yeah, and then she leaves. Everybody leaves except Kelsey, who drops all of her scores on the ground. And then they go over and be nice. And they're like, wow, you wrote all this music? It's kind of like you're the playmaker. playmaker. Sorry, that's a basketball term. You're yeah. like the playmaker of this play. Oh, huh. Yeah. Does it, uh, uh, and then Let she, me show you how it should really sound. Let me teach you how to duck. Yes. So she plays, Kelsey plays it on the piano, and they yeah. read the lyrics off of her sheet music, and they do such a good job that when they finish, Mrs. Darbus has been creeping. overheard them and says, yeah. Call back. You get a call back. You're going to Hollywood. Yes. And they're like, wow, that's so crazy. They gets posted on the callback list of who makes the callback for, I think the characters are Minnie and Arnold. And Ryan and Sharpay see this and they're like, motherfucker. They're P-I-S-S-C-D. So she's pissed at lunch, Sharpay that is, and she's given this whole spiel about 
Everything's being thrown out of whack. We're the drama people. We should be in this play. And this leads into callback to the other me. Big dance sequence in the school cafeteria. And my, I think, personal favorite song of the movie, which is Stick to the Status Quo. Stick to the status quo. So the general premise is everybody in the school knows that Troy... He's into the, singing yes. now. So now yeah. they're feeling empowered to let their own secrets out. So we have one kid named Zeke who is on the basketball team, who but he also into, likes to bake. Yeah, he loves But as he reveals his secret in song, everybody's like, no, 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 yes. stick to the status to the quo status or whatever. Quo. My hardest laugh in the movie is a girl who I think might be on the Scholastic Decathlon team. She's yeah. a kind of a, a big, pudgy white girl. And she says, my secret is I like hip hop. I'm all about popping and locking and dropping. And a kid comes up and goes, is that even legal? (laughs) (laughs) And I laugh very hard. And then the last one, the last major one. Skater, stoner kid. Burnout guy who says, I'm into the cello. And then his buddy's like, what is that? It's like a big violin, <laughs> which is probably how, and that's actually how I described the and viola. And he, so. he plays it, but it's electric. He pretends to play the cello, and then other scenes, he has the actual cello, but yes. then it cuts back to him not having a cello <laughs> at different moments. Constantly. But this is another big choreographed number. A lot this of one, involved. A lot of, like, 50 people probably. Yeah, this one, it doesn't make sense that everybody's singing. We just have to no. be like, well, they're actually talking, yeah. but we're just seeing it in song form. Yeah. So I, I really like this because it kind of progresses some of the intrigue in the, the school surrounding, like, uh, Troy and everybody. Getting some good laughs out of it. It's a funny number, big choreographed number. And I'm always a big fan of just the big group numbers, like, in the Beauty and game. the Beast. I love... The opening song, Bell, where yeah. it's the bonjour, bonjour. Yes. I love that song. I love the big numbers like that. And I think yeah. this one does a pretty good job. Agreed. The sequence ends with Gabriella. I think she's maybe walking towards Troy or something. And she slips on some milk and her lunch tray flies up. And I think Sharpay kind of goes out of her way to purposely get hit by the food and into her chest. But not like, like you would think it would land on her head because that's how it's falling. But it, like it's like it. We can't mess up Ashley's hair. So then Mrs. Darvis appears and uh, Sharpay just goes like, See, I told you we shouldn't trust them. Troy, the basketball guy, he's just trying to pull a prank on us drama kids. He's actually faking being good at singing. He's going to ruin your theater performance. So Darvis then is actually worried that there is going to be a prank. So then, I don't know, she goes and yells at the coach or something. I don't really remember what they discussed. Uh, Chad follows up with Troy to be like, you see what's fucking happening in the school cafeteria? You're destroying the school. You're the basketball guy. You can't be the singing guy. You got to tell people. There's some people out there that are trying to do stuff that's not their stuff. They got to stay in their fucking lane. That's bad. And it's like, is Chad the villain of this movie? Fucking Chad's, am I right? Jesus. Gabriella gets a note in her locker that leads her up to the rooftop kind of greenhouse growing area that the science club hangs out at. And there's also the secret hideaway spot for Troy because the jocks on the basketball team don't know about it. There because it's science. So this is a scene where we really see Troy bearing his issues here, his identity issues of being like, well, I kind of like singing, but... I'm the basketball guy, and my dad really wants me to play basketball, all that kind of stuff. It is pretty heavy-handed, but I don't know. This movie, I can see, like, this movie is so perfectly manufactured and, like, tuned to just be, like, teenage, like, teeny bopper catnip. You know, angsty stuff, like, my parents don't understand, you got... The love of music, so that's targeting a certain demographic, too. You got the cute boys like Zac Efron. So it's very Disney Channel with, it's kind of, oh, my my dad wants me to do this. I'm Johnny Tsunami. They're checking all the boxes, but it comes off in a way that it's not, like, cheesy. Yeah, it's very earnest and doesn't feel, like, cheesy or, well, it feels cheesy, but it's not, like, cynical. Like, it could be with something, like, so, again, do they think this would be big? probably did they think it would be this big no probably not so it doesn't have like that cynical aspect of like we're very much targeting these specific things to get this demographic yeah 
So they eventually decide between each other that let's do this callback. We're all about this this We're music all in this stuff. together. Dude. I will say that I think the middle of this movie kind of sags a bit. Yeah, it's a, it's on the longer side overall, but there's hour, a good portion of like the middle of this movie. Where I'm like, there's no songs. It's just like no, yeah, there wasn't for drama know, stuff. Yeah, then we get one Vanessa Hudgens song coming up, and I'm like, that song wasn't that good. No. I want the the big energy songs. Yes. Uh, so I guess the the big game is coming up. And we're seeing kind of conflict with them being like, let's do this callback. So we got a, a practice montage, but that, oh, Troy's missing practice because yeah. he's hanging out with Gabriella. Gabriella comes to practice and then coach sees her and is like, get that girl out of here. Yeah, he's, he, I don't know. He, get he, your he, head he, in the game. He's a dick. Yeah. So Troy shows up late to practice and he's like, dad, I'll, you know, I'll shoot free throws. He's like, it's good to see, you know, you're going to do some effort. And then he leaves and then he's shooting shots and Gabriella comes up. And then dad kind of like immediately comes back and he's like, this is a closed practice. Oh, uh, you know, it's only available for... After Gabriella sunk a couple shots. Yeah, she did. So once, once she walks out, the dad's like, the big game's fucking coming up. Yeah. You are not a singer. You're a basketball player. Yeah. So what was that? The championship game? Oh, big game big coming game. up? Never. How could that we happen? We have two big games. Hey, we have three, hey, three hey. big... Oh my Don't God. Don't spoil it. Three I almost games. knocked over the microphone. <laughs> oh my god! I just, I'm just realizing it. So Chad and Taylor. So Taylor is the head of the Scholastic Decathlon team. They yes. conspire together because they're like, "Hey, if they're too busy singing, they're going to hurt both of our teams." True. Because at some point, Gabriella does agree to join the decathlon team. So they have this whole intervention where. The sports, the basketball team shows all these like legendary high school basketball players from their school. Yeah. And it's like, well, were they just good high school players or did they actually go on and do something? Because it's like, if they weren't a big deal in the Who long cared? run, then why does Troy need to really, really worry like about accolades basketball? about them, I think. And one of the people is uh, Troy's father. Yes, the last, the one, last one. they show. You can't disappoint the coach and the legendary yeah, the player girl. himself. Yeah. But you know what? Trip there. Never Zach, hurts. Efron might still go for that. Yeah. Uh, and then Taylor's giving an, uh, a presentation being like, caveman grew up to be dumb jocks. We're smarter than them. We shouldn't deal with their bullshit. And Gabriella's like, okay, maybe. But why can't I also sing? I don't really see the conflict here. Really? And then as the, the sports team is getting harder in on Troy, and he's like, okay, guys, you know what? It's just singing. She's just a girl. She's you know what? I'm always going to be there for you. And then they had a video camera, webcam, yeah, I, piping I, I, in the footage to a laptop in the decathlon team's area so that Gabriella sees all of this stuff he's saying. Oh, my God. How did, could he say those things? I, I missed the part where they uh, they were going to set that up. Like, was there like a scene where they set it up? Like, they were there's like, a scene like, of them, them talking to each other, and then they go to school and they're like, "Okay, synchronize your watches," oh. but they don't go into the specifics. It's Gosh, just yeah. once it happens, it's like, "Oh, that's what they planned all yeah. along." They were using 2006 school Wi-Fi, I guess, to connect them wow. together. Yeah. Jacob uh, at this point was falling asleep. Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Jacob, you can't fall asleep during the high school musical episode. <laughs> so he gets woken up just in time for Vanessa Hudgens to have a very sad song. Sad song. The title was When There Was Me and You. Yes. So she's thinking about it, it's just it's how not, it just used to be them singing. This is like the first kind of like all the other before this were like groups of people, right? Like this is just like a, this is the first solo one, well, isn't it? I mean, technically Get Your Head in the Game is kind of a solo song. Because it was mostly just Zac Efron singing, but there was other yeah. people dancing with yeah. them. But yeah, this is her very, it's, it's very weird. sad song. And the she's just walking through the halls the of the school. Up and down stairs. Doing hanging weird. out by some railings, doing mild choreography on railings. But but again, like we mentioned, you know, like how Zach's in his, it's all in his head, you know, like in the first yes. one that he does. So all the halls are empty. Everything we see is empty when she's singing. And then as soon as she's done singing, then they're just full of people. So that's kind of cool. I, I I do like that. There that's is cool there is some good uh, transition shots between yeah, yeah, scenes. A lot of good transitions. In so right as all these people pop up, she goes to her locker. And then Troy's there. And this yes. is where Gabriella says, 
you know what? Yeah, you know what? I think uh, let's not do the the tryout anymore. Yeah, I think we both singing him. stupid. Let's just focus on ourselves. She hates him because they they set him up. And Troy's like, oh, but I'm I'm Troy. Yeah. I'm Zac Efron. What's going on? Exactly. I love to sing. My thoughts. So then we get a, a dramatic Very montage that. I don't know if it so much shows that Gabriella. I think it does show that maybe Gabriella is struggling academically or with the academic cath or sorry, scholastic decathlon team, and yes. that Troy is struggling in basketball and their games are hurting. Yeah. So then quickly the teams decide to turn around and be like, actually, maybe we need to get them together so that they do better <laughs> with the stuff we care about. Yeah. Uh, Troy is easy to convince of this. He's like, yeah, sure, I like singing. Let's go do this. But Gabriella is still kind of unsure. So Troy goes to her house and he rings the doorbell and her mom comes in for her second scene in about an hour. Mama. And she's like, oh, Gabriella doesn't really want to come to the door right now. Sorry, Troy. Sad. So Troy, being a, you know, a Chad, maybe being an alpha male, does not take no for an answer. So he sneaks into her backyard, calls her on the cell phone. And he's talking to her, and then he eventually, at some point, says, "Turn around," and he's standing on her balcony. But we didn't see him climb up the. We did not. Sad. Very sad. I I kind of thought when they had established in a previous scene that she had a balcony, that he was just going to be like singing outside of her balcony for a scene. But I guess this works too because he gets up on the balcony and then he starts singing the song that they sang. In the the duet karaoke at the beginning of the movie. Started something new. And he's like, I'm still that guy. I'm the guy from Winter Break. I love singing. I was just telling those guys those things to get them off my back. But I didn't really mean it. They make up. They're going to do their tryouts. Now they're good. They're already good. They both magically start improving their games and their various activities. They're draining the shots. They're practicing individually with Kelsey, the the song that they're going to perform. It's getting closer to tryouts. It is. These tryouts are on a Thursday. But unfortunately, Ryan and Sharpay become the first self, well, maybe outside of Quince, become the first self-aware Disney Channel original movie characters because they go, so the tryouts are on Thursday, but the championship basketball game and the Scholastic Decathlon meet are both on Friday. Wow, it would sure be bad if these things all happened on the same day. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to get a big game so conflict, multi-big game. What was it that they said to the Darvis to have her change it? What I don't really know. I think they just said, clearly we've laid out that it would be a benefit to our drama club if we have the tryouts on Friday. So then Darvis was like, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we don't really know. But I really appreciated, uh, especially the next shot that it sets up that we get a title card of like game day. And then above that, we see tryout day. And above that, scholastic decathlon day. And above that, help exclamation point. So the stakes are real. But actually, when they were convincing Darbus, Kelsey overheard that they were changing the day. Hiding behind her little. So they yeah. have they have a plan ahead of time. Again, yes. we don't know what this plan is. No. We're seeing ahead of the championship game, dad and son, coach and son, coach and player, they're having a, a pep talk, heart to heart in the locker room. And it's it's one of those things where it's like you would think it's going to be him saying, hey, I accept you for whatever yeah. it is. But as I mentioned earlier, it does kind of end with like, you're really good at basketball. I just want us basketball. to be able to enjoy this game we both love together. But... Playing your moment, heart out in basketball. In this moment, he's not hes not as intimidating and scary as he's been in the past. I guess not. He's, he's a little more, you know, he's trying, to, he's trying to be a better dad. So then the game starts. Yes. Simultaneously, we're seeing the start of the Scholastic Decathlon yes. team. And this is where I get a tangent. Because Scholastic Decathlon is modeled off of Academic Decathlon. Extremely nerdy activity. So that, that's a good fit for the nerdy characters. Yeah, you got that dialed in what they show of this it's not accurate to academic decathlon. <laughs> academic decathlon is basically you taking scantron tests for about five or six categories yeah because there's 10 categories because of the decathlon yeah then you also will give a, a prepared speech and an impromptu speech you'll write an essay ahead oh of time 
And then there is one... Oh, it's a team though, right? Yes. Yes. And for us, it was divided up by like, I think it was two or three A people, two or three B people, like grade level, and two or three C people. So you have wide range of people represented. And then I think it was like the top scores of your team, then go up against the top scores of the other team for each of those categories. There is one section that is kind of like a head-to-head trivia game which is called the, the Super Quiz. Ooh. But it's more just like everybody answers the questions at the same time. It's not like you buzz in before the other team. Yeah. Of course, there's no fun way to represent that in a movie. So that's why in the most prominent example of academic decathlon being used is in Spider-Man Homecoming, where again, they kind of set it up as more of a, a knowledge bowl, quiz bowl kind of thing. Yeah. But completely inaccurate. Uh, but it's funny because Spider-Man, they have the actual like logos of Academic Decathlon. Oh. So Decathlon, they were very much like, yeah, we'll sign off on you putting this in your yeah. major huge yeah. motion picture. But probably being like, well, this is an actual <laughs> Academic Decathlon. Yeah. Unless it's changed since I was in, in high school. So in this world, Scholastic Decathlon is a head-to-head kind of trivia thing where well, they're like, like writing but, formulas and answering questions on the board. But they're doing them too because they're... They start like a potion, or not a potion, but they start a... Yeah, there's like head-to-head science experiments. Yeah, because... It, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty So, hectic. basketball game happening, decathlon meet happening, also tryouts happening. So, during the decath- decathlon... Well, before pull- that, we okay. get another great... Ryan and Sharpay number. Yeah. Bop to the top. Yes. It's a pretty wild opening where both of these people... Very white. Ryan's got his seventh hat on of the day. We didn't mention that. That Every... while he's coded gay, it's sometimes questionable his fashion sense because he yes. wears at least two or three fedoras in this it's movie. It's more than that. But this movie, I, uh, think this... Every, I think every scene's a different one. But Bob to the top, he comes out. Both of them, Sharpay and him, and they're like speaking in Spanish. Yeah, and it's very cringy because, yeah. as I said, they're very white. At this point, I was confused because I'm like, wait, did they win the decathlon? Because it seemed like they were wrapping up. Because it did. It seemed like they were done. And they Taylor were like, had pulled out a laptop yes. and is hacking into the school mainframe, yeah, essentially. And, into the scoreboard. To turn off the power to just the gym. Yes. So then it gets delayed, the game in there. Yeah. And then also the decathlon meet wasn't done and it gets delayed because somebody made a stinky science bomb potion yeah so so that clears out the room so that room got cleared out and then for safety reasons the basketball arena had to get cleared out too they didn't have judah maccabee no give them the power oh man that would have been a great callback uh so then troy and gabriella they're racing to the tryouts but they show up late yeah because mrs darvis she, called she out for them to it two times she sticks to her timeliness thing but all these people start coming in let we did not sing. get we did not get a go figure let them skate moment no, though unfortunately let them sing but yeah it's like even like the crowd from like the rival team of the basketball team i think is coming in everybody because it's like well what else do we got going exactly. on somehow this school is hosting the championship basketball game Tryouts and I don't know if it was like championship decathlon. The school is massive. We see it in the very beginning. It is a big school. Kelsey is there, the piano player, and she's sticking it to Sharpay because Sharpay is like, "Awesome, we got the parts." And Kelsey's like, "No, I'll play for them." And Sharpay's like, "You fucking cross me, bitch." Yeah. And then there's also prop choreography that comes into play during their number. Uh, Some other stuff. So they start playing. At first, Gabriella is too scared because there's this huge audience. All the people. And then Troy's just like, just think, it's just like the first time. It's just you and me. Just, just look me, at me. You and I. Which actually, the first time they performed, there was also a huge audience. That's true. Anyways, this is Breaking Free. Jacob seemed to know Breaking all free, the we're words. Soaring, we're flying. I know that part because of a... There's not a star in heaven the week. Because people used it in a lot of vines back in the day. Oh, man. Too good. Jacob loves it. Love it. The crowd loves it. They love it. Darvis is into it. Papa's even there. Troy's dad shows up. And, and Gabriel's mom. Gabriel's mom shows up. So yeah. this is where Jacob's like, are they going to hook up? <laughs> Are they gonna become step siblings? And I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, we're both in happen. Where's that fanfic hey, exists? We're just step siblings. That it's okay. Fanfic is out there. It's kind of funny. What uh, a pad. Again, 
that this is diegetically, yes, they are singing in this moment. Yes. But there's more instruments coming into the soundtrack oh, than just well. the piano. <laughs> A lot more instruments. And also, while this tryout, they plan for prop choreography, like a moon descending Drops from down. They <laughs> the start ceiling. writing it up. And they... Very DreamWorks. No. It's good. It's fun. So they do good. And then, all right, let's get back to the other competitions. Yes. And everybody wins. Like everybody wins. All of the characters in this movie, they get everything. But unlike the 13th year, it feels a little better. Earned. It feels a little earned that there they was actual it. character not growth. Just, not just given to you. Just Sure. He does still stay amazing at basketball, and yeah. he doesn't give it up to like go into singing. But because you know he can what? do it both, it's a message to kids: you, you can't have be- it all. Yeah, you can have it all. You can be Troy freaking whatever his name is. And then in this moment, we're seeing people getting paired up. So obviously, Gabriella yes. and Troy are an Sharpay item. And Ryan, no, Sharpay. Well, oh. Hold it, hold it. Uh, but Taylor and I think. Chad, Ryan maybe. Doesn't, Ryan doesn't get shit. But the funniest anybody. thing that we get towards the end of this number is yes. Mrs. Darbus hooks up with the school mascot. mascot. And then also this little, little Asian, Asian boy, boy who is always in the background of <laughs> the tryout scene. So I like I liked that attention to continuity. And there's, there. and there's a conga line. And of course, you know what this is. It's we're, we're all, all in this in together. This together. Massive final together, number. Together. Like everybody. Done in the it. gym. It's so the fun. audience is in there. Cheerleaders. Oh, basketball team. It's too good. Multiple like dance breakouts of just like, all right, now you dance. Now you yes. dance. Huge choreography. I don't know if the lyrics are fully there. Kind of repetitive. Yeah. But the energy's there. You they, gotta, they gotta love be it. repetitive so kids that are like 10, 12 years old can remember what they're watching. And it's about celebrating your differences, exactly. that you can be different, but we're all in this together. We're all in this together. And we were kind of like, so together. how do you think is this going to end? Do you think there's going to still be like a tie-up scene afterwards? They or they're just going to showing... cut into credits? But yeah. I believe... Roll credits during the Disney Channel first. Singing. yeah. We get a mid. I'm so, I'm so moved by we're all yeah. in this together. We get credits as music is still happening. It's no. as these credits are happening that in the background we see Mrs. Darbus dancing with a school mascot. Yes. And then we don't know what happens for all our main characters after that. We'll have to wait for the sequel. But wait! We also get a first of a oh after credits scene. Yes. So Zeke, who had been established as the kid who liked to bake, and everybody thought he was a loser for doing it because he was supposed to be a basketball player. He made a mean creme brulee? He comes out, or he... Is I don't know. He's the only one left in the gym, and Sharpay comes out, and he had given her cookies before, and she says, "These are the best cookies ever." She is like, and she's like, "Can you please make more for me?" And she runs up to him, and Zeke says, "I could maybe even make a creme brulee," and turns to the camera and smiles. A very creepy. And it was the last part of the movie. (laughs) It was a great send off to a great movie. Maybe a top five or four. I think it's in my top five. It's gotta be. I was looking at my top five. It's it's tight, but I think it'll make it in there. Like, I don't think it supplants. Uh, uh, I was gonna say I don't think it supplants High School Musical. That's actually the cops coming to be like, you can't put High School Musical in your top five. I don't think it beats Don't Look Under the Bed. Some of no, that no, I think is no. definitely my preference for horror movies. Yeah, which we don't really get for Disney Channel original no. movies, but also that. I do think there is the middle section or maybe like middle third or so in this movie does kind of drag a little bit. There's not a lot of music. I was was falling asleep. It's kind of (laughs) Jacob was falling asleep, literally. Also, maybe a first for this podcast. And that it was kind of those situations where it's like, okay, we kind of get the basic idea of who these characters are, their conflicts. We see where this is going and we just kind of have to deal with you know expecting yeah. what's going to come yeah. and there's not a lot of i think really the middle part of this movie lacks is sharpay and ryan who they, i think are great characters yeah, they could have definitely utilized them a lot more I, were, I wouldn't be surprised if in the other movies this first movie surprise smash hit yeah cultural phenomenon i mean and i leads to stuff like glee and yeah. you know becoming into existence no i don't so think then, any character's performance was a letdown i think everybody was great. yeah this is one where a lot of there's not good really performances. a lot like you said outside of the middle kind of like slow part no music even the side characters like mrs darbus yeah, is great fun the coach is scary but very fun. scary 
on the so I, yeah i hope in the sequel we get more sharpay and ryan i know yeah. that there's eventually a, a direct-to-video sharpay like solo movie yes. i don't know if i need that uh. i think it's one of those situations where sometimes it's better to just be like the good side character yeah. otherwise you might get like a, a finding dory situation yeah. nobody wanted i guess people wanted that but we did we should <laughs> not have we don't want that yeah, I think we don't need to go. We don't need to speak too much more effusively about oh, High School Musical. I love it. See, and, and that's the thing. Like I, but bring them on. Bring on the musicals. Bring on Camp Rock. Bring oh, on Lemonade Mouth. Give me the zombies. We still have to go so far to get to zombies, but I can't wait for zombies. People, I, I, I mean, like we talk, we've talked about it too. Like how this is like you know the pinnacle of of decoms and stuff. And like, I mean, there's a lot of hype. It's probably the most well-known um disney channel is a movie obviously but I, it lives yeah. up to it because we, we talk about deserves that I, before know. it's like yeah there was halloween town yes. there was stuff that like people Xenon. knew who were fans of disney channel yes. but high school musical transcended beyond it's, just the it, confines it, of disney it's a channel. phenomenon just you know like i don't know growing up there was you know there was like harry potter there was lord of the rings you know okay uh, no but, but like hear me out like i i think it was like that big of a deal like harry potter like you know um the hunger games or you know stuff like that twilight high school musical i think high school musical was that big of a deal i i think it was maybe for some of those things i don't think it's as big of a deal as harry potter or lord but, of the rings i, I mean just but definitely like a for uh, like, as, as like started a movie. Kids it, it, watch it, it, High School Musical. They uh, took to the streets, <laughs> rioted, and said, we're all in this together. And that's how socialism finally happened in America. I think it was that well known, though. I, I think it was, a, it was a big deal. Yeah, undeniably, it was a, it was a big deal. Launched the careers for pretty much all of these people, well, I look think. Look at Efron. He's still doing popular movies. Yeah, like Baywatch. Everybody loves <laughs> Baywatch. <laughs> So if you want to write in and let us know your takes on High School Musical, your hot takes maybe, because you might, if you don't like it, you'd be wow. going against us. Hurt us, hurt us. Because I feel like High School Musical, I don't know if it really reached to the point of like hate, like Justin Bieber or Miley Cyrus, where uh, no. would I go to, uh, could I go to maybe 10 years ago, a comment section of literally any classic rock song on YouTube and be like, this shit's better than Miley Cyrus, no. Justin Bieber, and High School Musical. I don't know if High School Musical would have made it in there or not. So maybe that speaks to it maybe not being... Lord of the Rings is better than High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Really, that, that triggered you, I think, that remark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you, it's, really? You know, but like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, sure. You can have that It's a one. movement. Obviously, the dollar figures don't exactly match yes. there. Uh, but I don't think I said the, the email. A whole new pod at podcast. <laughs> a whole new pod at gmail.com. Yes. Write us in there. Check out the YouTube, the Spotify. Subscribe, like every video. Yes. Follow, follow, follow. Real quick. Actually, the day we're recording this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is September 10th. 10th. 9, 10, 21. So. What's not plus Never 10? remember. It's only one. High School Musical, could the cast have stopped 9-11? Yes. They, They're all in this together. They were the ones who crashed the plane in the field. They, <laughs> uh, they, they were, were on the, that plane. We're to, all of this together. They did it. They, they, took it they banded together in song to throw basketballs at the, yeah. the terrorist's head. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. I'll take that because the rumor in is getting hot again. So <laughs> I'm ready to wrap work. this up. Jacob already plugged some stuff. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, again, YouTube, YouTube. like, comment, subscribe. You know the drill. Spread this episode around. I know this is going to be a big movie for a lot of people. Could be a good entry point for people to come into the show. Share this to 10 friends. Otherwise, you're cursed. You're cursed. Your your parents are going to die. (laughs) Well, Spread this around. Your crush will die. Because this could be a new era for our podcast, too. We're entering a new Disney Channel era. Maybe get some new listeners in. Spread the word. Twitches didn't break our numbers or anything. Uh, Maybe High School Musical will be the one to do it. And And with that, I don't know what to say. We're soaring. We're flying. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Got it. My heart go wrong.
Hey, Dad, this is, uh, this is Noah. Remember, I've been talking about him a lot. Hey, nice to meet you. Okay. I feel like I know you. He talks about you so much. He told me about the alternator you put in the truck. Oh, actually, Kevin helped out, too, so, uh... Yeah? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was so cool. I had no idea you could do that yourself. Well, that's what friends are for. Hey, Mrs. Peterson. Hey, Noah. Oh, it looks perfect. You tell him what happened this weekend? What happened? Oh, there was, there was a big thunderstorm up here. You, you guys didn't get it up there? No, beautiful. Dries the bone at the lake. Well, it got pretty wet here. Wow. You know what? Big day tomorrow, first day of school. It's getting kind of late. It's like 8.30. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I, I got to get going. It's big day tomorrow. I'll walk out with you, Mr. Peterson. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stay around a while, thanks. Well, you know, I'll walk out with you, Noah. Yeah, come on. Uh, do you want to take a cookie for the road? Oh, I love your mother's cookies. They're great, right? 